we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew. How you doing, Eddie? I'm doing really good. It's another week in life, you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> another week of Bravo getting me profound, through. Profound statements well, coming I'm just, from you. I'm just trying to say that in these times, which are trying, it is nice to have the helping hand of Bravo. Oh, okay. Wow. Am I wrong? No, like... Preach, minister. I'm trying to say. And it's Father it's Estrada. Sh- it is a shame. It oh. is a, a shame that we only have four shows on right now that we are talking about. I mean, there's more than four shows. Oh, okay. Below I deck. see what you're saying. Yes. And I think I actually the- was going to say, I'm actually enjoying the four because there was a point where I was getting overwhelmed. We were do- like covering seven at one point. And yeah. it was a lot. It felt like work. And I hate when I feel like I'm working when I'm watching these shows. And it's nice just to have four little things. And they're kind of spread out. You got two on Sunday. You get a day off on Monday. You have one on Tuesday and one on Wednesday. It's nice. Okay. No, I like it. I get it. I like I get the pace it. that we're at. I mean, but you're fucking junkie. You just want to. Yeah. I'm like, give it to me all the time. I, I would on Thursday mornings before we would record, I would sit in my living room while I was working and just play episode after episode fast forward through the commercials yeah, see that's all, but cable. see that again that feels like work to me that feels like you're you know oh. rushing through it I'm not rushing through anything i'm rushing through commercials okay no i mean i'm all for waiting the day after so that you can dvr and that you can fast forward through everything i but like a big i like a big chunk i like consuming a chunk <laughs> okay well, whatever shall we start with shaws yes let's start with shaws i liked this part 1 of the season finale to shaws I'm shocked that Reza apologized to London. He needed to. And I'm glad that they kind of sorted things out at the top of the episode. But I'm shocked that he actually went through with it and like did it in front of everyone and was super nice about it. Well, I mean, he had to at this point. No, I know. But like it's Reza. Yeah. Well, I liked how they had a chance to do either zip lining or wine tasting. Now, what would you do? I think it would go zip lining. I am a big fan of ziplining. Yeah, I was torn. I really was because I've never been ziplining. I've always wanted to. Don't get me wrong. You've never been? No. But a wine tasting just seems so much more relaxing. They really sold it to me. Ziplining with all of Mike's nerves and MJ's nerves. Like I was like, oh, well, that that vibe. I don't know if I want to do that. But just sitting down and just sipping some wine. and Yeah, but you can literally drink wine anywhere and they can honestly buy the bottles. It's nice. The ziplining, I have to say, is such a fun experience. See, I feel like, like you can zipline anywhere, too. No, you can't. You have to have, like, so... I'm about to go on a little trip with my family, and I know that there's ziplining there. Everyone is basically telling MJ, you have to tell Reza. You haven't told him yet, but you need to tell him that he can't see the baby. Yeah. That Tommy does not want him in And she knows it, though, too. She, As they're telling her, she knows what she needs to do. Oh, 100%. And it's just hard, because... Like she said, their relationship is so deep. So much has gone on. But he really did, and we'll get into it later. He's the one who blew it up. He's the one who screwed yeah, everything over. Yeah, no, he did. So he has to deal with the consequences of the fact. I liked the um, whole uh, Sean Nansa thing. Where yes, they all have to. They all have to be in character. 
I appreciate Gigi, by the way, and I know we'll talk more about this later uh, at the end, but Gigi really has taken charge of this group and of this trip. And I just love what an awesome host she's being. Kenya, take note. Anyway, I just love the whole shenanza thing. Yeah, we had Major Millie May with the pink flag. Oh my God, did you write down titties? all of the names? I did. Oh, geez. Raul Fendi, little, little brother Woody. <laughs> Shay the Kid Woody. and Mad Mike. Candy Kane and Mary Jane. And just Destiny. Yeah, I love as herself. As herself. I loved it. Just upstairs taking it. Everyone is fully downstairs at dinner waiting to get served. And they're like, no, we have to wait for one more. There's one more coming. Everyone's like, we're starving. And <laughs> Destiny's upstairs taking a phone call from Paulina. I like, you know, I thought we were kind of done with the um the the bombs dropping about Paulina and Mike. And I was getting a little worried that the season was about to fizzle out. And then just when I, you know, think that this crazy thing happens on the phone between Paulina and Destiny. Paulina tells us that, you know, she and Mike uh, are breaking up. She's over it because it happened yet again. He's talking to girls on Instagram. He doesn't know that she still has access to his Instagram account. He tries to delete these messages. Nuh-uh. No. Stephanie Persian Mama is not about this. <laughs> and she's going to let him know. But, like, it's so messy for Paulina to... Oh, and... We'll get to this in a second. I want to talk about the Watch What Happens Live that we watched oh after my gosh, the episode. It was so good. It was so but good. Before the Watch What Happens Live, I felt sort of split on Paulina. On one hand, I thought it was a little shady that she called Destiny, dropped all this information on her to, of course, go and deliver to the group because she knows that they're all on vacation together. But then I also was like, you know what? Good for her. She's finally seen the light. She, thank God, Mike did another thing and she's going to walk away. Destiny, I wrote, <laughs> no Destiny Pearl Vest. Do you remember that during her oh, confessional? Oh my goodness. It was like a cage of pearls. If she were doing drag, I'd be like, absolutely. Yes, please. It just was too it much. It was too much. Like I get that she's the wacky wild fashionista, but there's a line and I think yeah. she crossed it. I also loved when the phone cut out. Remember when like she, Pauline was like, you know how oh, I feel about this? And then boom, like, it was cut off. poetic. It was almost like a movie. It, it was, was the, very the theatrical perfect time for the phone to just go dead. I was dying at that. I loved that moment. And I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, okay, we'll call the bitch back. <laughs> the murder mystery happens right after this. Right. The good, the bad and the shazi. Because Destiny comes down and she's like, it's no big deal. Sorry. I'm late. It was all on me. She comes down really not in a saloon outfit, not no Western attire, just no. kind of a... She looked cute, but looked uh, yeah, out of place. Yeah, cute dress <laughs> with a cowboy hat or some kind of hat. Love a good murder mystery, but this one seemed like it was tough because Gigi has to come back from the dead at one point yeah. and guide them. Now, was that planned or did she do that because she felt like no one was figuring out the clues fast enough? I think she was just like, no one's figuring this out quick enough and okay. I need to keep this moving and I'm drunk and everyone else is drunk. Yeah. Let me just like come back from the grave. Even I, though the final, I loved every minute of it. The final gift is just her being alive. She looked, it looked like a reveal from like rent. I felt like she was like angel and rent <laughs> and she was coming in like a beautiful, like white fur and just being like, I am the gift. And it was like, a, it wasn't white fur. It was like a robe. It was giving me pop rock musical theater in okay. high school vibes. Okay. Rez and MJ finally talk about Shams. Rez is sobbing. MG just is like, these are the facts. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. You blew up this relationship. If you think back on it, like you were the one who said all those things and did all those things to me. 
Well, I was pregnant. No, I thought they had a really good conversation, though. No, it was a good conversation where he understands and accepts his fate. Right. I was impressed that he didn't, you know, push back on that. But, you know, he's not going to see this baby. No. I, I have hope for that. I don't know. Part of me feels like maybe Tommy, not soon, like not this season, maybe in a year or two. Give it some time. I feel like he will soften, especially if Reza just, you know, gets rid of the restraining order, maybe writes that letter that they were talking about, does these little acts without being asked to do them and see if Tommy rolls over. Mm, It's going to take a lot. I don't know. Tommy might shoot himself in the foot, though, if he doesn't kind of budge up on that a little bit at some point. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, Reza really needs to show up a real change of character. By the way, also... Before we get to the end with Watch What Happens Live, haven't I not said Gigi is drunk or she's high or something? Like she's just oh my goodness, something's going on yes. with her eyes or whatever. And I keep saying it over and over and over. And I love that she flat out admitted during a confessional. She's like, "Oh, I was probably high. <laughs> I'm high right now." I was like, I "Oh my goodness." Was, I was like, "I feel validated." Yeah, you were you were like she's definitely like drunk or and high. I love it. Like it just it evens her out, and she's just very well, chill, she's very very. She's figured out yeah. her you know dose, whatever she's doing. But I just kept saying, I just want her to just... You were right. I meant it. You're and always right. I'm always right. You're always right. We know. All right. So, yeah. We watched Watch What Happens Live. And I'm just going to say, oh, Watch What Happens Live, this episode, Shaws of Sunset Untucked. Because if you're only watching Shaws of Sunset, you're only getting half the story. Oh, my God. Well, how long have you been planning that? The whole time you were talking about... <laughs> The whole time you were talking oh about Oh my Gigi God, you, you look so proud of yourself with that whole line. You were like, this is going to just slay. This I I know our fans probably also double dip into the Drew Groose. Oh, yeah, the Drew Groose of a do? Yeah. The drag race? Absolutely. Yeah. But what I was going to say about Paulina is, you know, originally I was split. After Watch What Happens Live, I'm like, they're both psychos. Yeah, no, Paulina. Because they're still together. Okay. She looked crazy. She, okay, she I, she's never crazy. looked more like Lady Gaga than she did l- that night, but also like Lady Gaga inflated with plastic surgery. They're still together. Everything's fine. They're still sticking to the original story that like they're all bots and all the accounts are fake and nothing really happened and that Mike's being targeted mm-hmm. and all and Paulina's backing it up. Like they're both psychos. And Andy is sitting there trying to like get some sort of like truth out of them. And he, I felt so bad for him. He was, he the, the moment he was like, I feel like I'm an insane person in here. Cause nothing that you all are saying is lining up to anything that we just watched the entire season. Well, and I'm thinking, cause they also mentioned that they had just filmed the reunion. So I'm thinking that maybe they admitted everything at the reunion and now they're backtracking again. And, and he's like, wait a second. We just, the moment for me was when Paulina like couldn't take the shot because of her new lips. And so it like spills. Do you think and she's pregnant? Is no. that why she can take the shot? No. But think about she, it. No, it, she was taking the shot. She just spilled it. Oh. Remember? And, <laughs> I must have been in the bathroom. And Mike's just like, mm, you look so hot. Like, you're looking so hot. Oh, that I remember. That was disgusting. But that was, that's I was what I'm like, saying. What? They were so gross and psychotic. It was insane. But yeah, if you all need to go watch the Watch Robins Live with Mike, where Paulina is Lady Gaga in plastic surgery drag being the bartender for the episode. It was wild. It, it was, was wild. wild. I have no idea what the date was. I cannot lead you that way. It Just was this. Okay. Search it. It was this past week. It was this past Sunday, y'all. Okay. Well, so part two of the finale will be this Sunday. And then we're going to be into the reunion. I feel like the reunion is going to be it, phenomenal. 
the reunion of Shaz is always fantastic. It actually got me into the show in the first place when I was traveling one, one summer for work, every hotel I stayed at had Bravo and I would always turn on Bravo late night to like get me to sleep. And they would literally replay shots of sunset reunions over and over. I watched shots of sunset reunions like nonstop. Yeah. And, and they I have a lot to hash out. And there's been, there's been a lot of time that's passed between filming and now. Oh, so I'm I ready. Feel like it's going to be a three part. I'm ready. I'm All right. Feeling a three parter coming on. Here we go. Okay. Should we move into Potomac? Yeah. It started on a very sentimental note. I got a little emotional watching Ashley and her children. Her new baby. Dylan and Dean are so cute. Yeah. And they make Michael seem like slightly less disgusting for a millisecond. And I was so moved. And Ashley just seems so at She's peace so happy. And in love and so happy. I just was, I was loving it. It was a very cute baby, a very cute moment. We're so very happy for Ashley. Yeah. And yeah, eventually in the episode we saw later, Dean looks like he's loving being a big brother. Yeah, he's so cute. Mm-hmm. And I loved that Dean looks like Michael, but now this little guy, Dylan, I feel like he looks like Ashley. Ashley. So that's nice. A blessing in itself. It, truly. Because I thought, again, I think Dean is adorable, but I was, you know, I made jokes when he was first born. Like, it's a shame that he looks like Michael because Michael's such a dirtbag. But he's beautiful kid and I'm so glad for Ashley it's so great but then also we continued that sentimental train a little bit and we get to Mia talking to her kids about her being more present in their lives and how they, they miss her and they don't want to work as much and I gotta say this you know again I'm not fully sold yet but after this week like I'm liking Mia a whole lot more oh yeah I mean no? I no I you know still have my reservations about her I do too I still think she's a little bit of a like a what do you call it? Loose cannon. But between, absolutely. I agree. But between the, uh, talk with her children at the beginning of the episode, her little, you know, no. date with Robin and Giselle, I, I and sh- then her, you know, uh, her on the bus and on the I trip. I know her so much more. Her stock is rising a little bit. It is. Yes. She's been through a lot. I mean, next week I could totally flip on her. Like, don't get me wrong, no, but she's, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's I'm, a nice contrast from last week. Yes. I'm just going to say, you know, it's good to it's good to meet Mia. Hello, yeah. Mia. Nice to meet you. Yes, is yes. what I will say. Yes, I love when Giselle. There were so many good quotes this episode. I love when Giselle was with Ashley and they were talking about Williamsburg, and she was like, "I know there's nothing there, but I'm I'm down. I'm, I'm going. down to go. I mean, I'd be down to go. I want to say I was not shocked when I saw the poop come up from Ashley's. Dean. But that was so wild that we saw it like live. We saw it live. I can tell you right now that diaper was too tight, too small of a diaper. Yeah. The diaper's too small. You're going to have explosions about the top. It's going to be a little volcano. If it's too loose. It's going to leak off the bottom. But it didn't get as bad as it could have gotten. Learned that. <laughs> Learned that working for a diaper company for two years. Oh, what company I'm was a, that? I'm a diaper expert. Uh-huh. I don't know if I can say, but you know, it's a celebrity owned diaper. Well, company. Ashley, if you're listening, anything, you should get bigger diapers and go to my former company. They have great diapers. <laughs> you should ask them. Um, this episode was super special because this was the first episode that like Giselle first officially brings up the rumor about Eddie. Yes. Up until this point, she hadn't said anything, right? No. We haven't heard about this rumor yet from anybody. And the rumor is that Eddie is stepping out with a girl on the side and he also has a baby with this woman. Which on its face doesn't make any sense or it's not believable to me. It's just not. 
I think Eddie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Eddie I mean, just seems like he's a really stand up guy. Yeah. I mean, it's every housewife husband is accused of something. Oh I mean, yeah. This is not, this is a tale as old as time. Truly. So, I mean, his time was coming to get something. And then of course we get more scenes with Eddie and Wendy together. And those kids playing Beyblades. I didn't think Beyblades were still going to be a thing. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah. I didn't realize because I remember, I feel like I got the first Beyblades unless they're older than that. Oh no, you probably did. I don't and know. You would get the ripsticks and you would like, and you'd put them into the, oh, they were so cool. But it's shocking to me that that's the game that survived. Like, is Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> still around? Are oh, Bionic- I'm sure. Oh, I'm are sure. Bionicles still a thing? Do you remember Bionicles? No. Digimon? Digimon. They were huge. Pokemon and Digimon. I, I felt like Digimon it. was like the ugly stepsister of Pokemon. Yeah, like, but it was I like, really oh, this enjoyed is a it. knockoff. <laughs> like, did, you're a Digimon fan. Do you even know what Pokemon is? Like, okay. It's a digital monster. It's yeah, different. It's like, okay. Yeah, more like loser monsters. But I loved... When Eddie and Wendy were talking and Eddie was just dropping major truth to Wendy about how she knows nothing about starting or running or owning a business. And he did it so nicely with like a slight smile on his face. And he's like, what's your mission statement? And she's like, the mission is to sell candles. That killed me. Which like, what mission? I'm supposed to have a mission. mission But honestly, that's really funny though. She could honestly run with that. Like on the website, like mission statement Uh-oh. to sell candles like that. Like if you if you angled it the right way, people would think it would be really funny. And it was it's a selling point. See, but the other thing is like, but no, that doesn't go with her whole vision plan and her idea. Because she wants to be the next Martha Oprah Stewart. or Martha Stewart. She wants to like she needs to have some reason. Yeah. Like, what is your mission for one? And Eddie it, knows uh-huh. that. And that's why he's pointing that out. But like, I I'm with Eddie. such a smart woman. I was really shocked that she didn't know about all of this stuff in terms of just like. Oh, I need to own the name. I need to like copyright and trademark the name. Wait, what are you talking about? Wait, wait, what? I need to have a mission statement. Like, wait, what? I need to have a. And she's. I love that she was like, wow, I really didn't realize how hard it is to do this. To do all of this. But I also love that about her. She's like really humble. Like in an instant, she was like, oh, I need to really. I have to step back and think about this. She'll get it. I'm. I'm sure she. She will. I mean, I don't think her candles are for sale right now. But I know Mia's are. I will buy one the second that they're available. Why? Because you want to support Wendy. I love Wendy. Yeah. Uh, should I make candles? Will you buy my candles? I mean, yeah. If you, oh, yeah. Of course I would. Okay. Voicemails are my favorite. Uh, we, lo- we love. We love a good voicemail candle. Love. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should. No, I don't want to start a candle business because my <laughs> mission is not to sell candles. No. No, it is not. But I loved also the threesome between Robin and Mia and just. Yes. Where they all like really got deep and this talked. is where I fell in love with uh, Mia for sure. Um, crazy, I'm so sorry. Uh, crazy that Robin and Mia both have relations that died from uh, AIDS due well, to was, heroin it use. Was, it was Juan's Juan's parents. Juan's both of them, right? Yeah. And then it was Mia's dad. Yes. Crazy. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like that really connected them instantly. immediately. Yeah. Mia's been through some shit. Sorry to curse. I'm trying to cut back, but that's only the second time cursing this episode. I yeah. Anyway, you're doing good. But that's a lot, and that's why I'm. She's growing on me. She really is. Also, I'm so sorry. Oh my god, this is just drives me crazy. It just it, it's very on brand for Giselle to wear something completely ridiculous. What the hell does dream your reality mean? It means imagine your today. 
And what the hell does that mean? Like, what did you just it say means, to me? That's a bunch of, oh, I want to curse so bad. It's a bunch of baloney. It's a bunch of malarkey. Wow. I could, that's a dream. That's a shirt right there. Imagine your today. <laughs> that, I'm sure that exists somewhere, but that is so cheesy. Like, Giselle, I, I, someone needs to hire her. Someone just pick out her clothes. I, Kathy Hilton has a good uh, brand, like, you know. Oh, speaking of clothes, I'm so sorry. Shirts. I'm so sorry. Speaking of clothes and outfits, Wendy. I personally am really enjoying that she's, yes. you know, getting, you know, feeling herself and getting with it. But, like, the cutoff sweatshirt over the one-piece swimsuit that. Bodysuit. Bodysuit that have the sweats. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I appreciate choice and the effort i don't know though I'm not a fan my uh, reaction was all, was very much the ladies reactions of like you that's... Were, you could not handle it you were like what is she wearing i had and to I rewind because like, i just i i just i it was bold it was bold well for anyone not just wendy no it's very it's okay i gotta say leah and <gasps> wendy are having very similar oh season my two. god that's so funny that you say that it's they both have gotten recent plastic surgery that they are showing off and being like, yeah, I did it. They're both being like, I'm a hot sex positive woman who knows how to get my stuff done. They're making very bold choices and getting fashion and and fashion and getting into um, arguments and confrontations pretty willy nilly. Mm -hmm. I think Wendy's composing herself a lot better than Leah is. Leah's becoming Jewish and Wendy is making candles. They're both in, yeah, uh, making uh, big life choices. How about yes. that? Yeah, I'm with you. Well, that's a season two thing, I feel like. Especially if you are a beloved season one, your first season rather, season two, you either you skyrocket even further or you kind of bottom out because you have a weird season. And I don't know where Leah or Wendy are going at this point. Okay. Leah, I feel like, is trending down and Wendy is trending up. But okay, so the jury question. is out. Heather Gay is going to have this kind of season on Salt Lake. Oh, totally. What's her plastic surgery going to be? Is she, what do you think her bold choice in fashion, like her one item she's going to do, like Wendy's wearing everything cut off, whereas Leah's wearing literally like bodysuits and three, what's going to be her big life thing that she's going to be I doing I love that season. on the fly that you're doing this. Okay. So number one, plastic surgery. And this one's tough for Heather because she literally owns and operates um, a tune-up shop with her A tune-up shop. I yes, love that. for women. And so she has it at her disposal. Okay. I feel like she's going to have a different nose. Oh, really? Only because it seems to be a typical choice of a housewife. I'm going with what's typical. So I feel like there's going to be a new nose. Okay. Okay. I think. (laughs) No, I'm getting nervous. Two, I feel like she's going to be wearing a lot of loud pants. What a weird... Because I'm thinking she's not going to really f- mess with the tops because she knows that she has a certain like shoulder line that she likes to keep because she feels like she has she's broad-shouldered. She's talked about this yeah. a lot. So I feel like she's not going to mess with that at all. So I feel like a lot of pant, like funky pants that go with like these like broad tops are going to occur. Okay. We're gonna know. We're going to bring all of this back when oh Salt Lake okay. Just, you know, Okay. And what's her life change? Finding a new man. No, no. No, come on. Why? Okay, what's wrong with that? It's too like generic. Like Wendy is starting Fine. a candle They're company. They're going and to Leah, expand because Leah's finding a new man too, but she's becoming Jewish. Fine. Heather is going to 
a f- no, there's no way. I was gonna say she was, was gonna officially leave the Mormon Church, but I don't think she'll ever do that. No, not unless they ask her to, and then she'll be devastated. So I don't know. I like that choice that that she like finds the new love of her life, but I feel like mm-hmm. we would have already heard about it by now. Maybe she and what is her lovely um target? Dre Dre love her. Uh, maybe they expand the business somehow and add some component that we don't know about yet. I don't okay. know. I don't know. That one was tough. I feel like I hate all my answers now. Okay. But it's fine. <laughs> you did your best. I did my best. Make sure we come back to this though when the season turns up. All right. So I loved on the bus to the to Williamsburg. Oh my God. What did they say about? Oh yeah. Oh my God. When I, they were talking about fucking Candace says to Robin, you know what? I really want you and Juan to have another baby. And she was like, yeah, you oh. and every man in my house. And she goes, oh, but no, don't worry. I let Juan keep it in today. Yeah. And then Candace goes, oh my God. She goes, Wendy. Uh, she goes, Juan shot up the club. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. They were a riot. A riot. Just selling Karen, get over yourselves. Neither of you are going to apologize to the other. It's not going to happen. You two are, th- I know, I know we say this all the time, but you two are the same person. Yeah. You both owe each other an apology for being shady and saying awful, nasty things about each other to each other's face and behind each other's back. Mm-hmm. Both things that are true mm-hmm. and not true. True and false. Let's just fucking move on. Um, Definitely queen of the poll goes to Mia. Okay. Crazy. Yeah. Like, like, I think Giselle said, you've been on that poll before. Yeah. She knows, she knew exactly what she was doing. Every other lady on that bus had a little bit of, you know, bump action. I feel like Candace was the second place winner. She did pretty well. But Mia, she knew how to move her body. She did. She looked good. She looked fantastic. I love when Wendy just whips her braids and just eats it. Yeah. I loved how Candace picked the rooms for everyone. I It makes things so much easier when the rooms are assigned pre-everything. I agree. Because even if you throw a fit, it's like, I'm sorry, these are pre-assigned. Yeah. And it's a done deal. And it's done. Deal with yourself. I can't wait to get to next week to see the fight between Giselle and Karen really unfold. I mean, this fight's going to unfold all season. So I think this is just one of many. I mean, let's okay. Let me rephrase. Since we're in the middle of a war... I'm excited to watch this battle play. Yes, out. better. Of Much which better. there will be many, but many, many. Well, it was a to be continued, was it not? Yeah, because they literally cut in the middle of the fight. Giselle said, "I want Ray to be well. I want him to pay his bills." These ladies, these ladies of Potomac. All right, let's move on to Roni. Great, sounds good. <laughs> Leah's Hebrew lessons. I feel like she's doing really well. Like I was listening to it, and I sounded right to me and you know nothing about and it and i know nothing about it <laughs> so i should know that she sounds great no but she does look very committed i'm really impressed with her wait before we get into anything that has to do with the rest of this episode because it is about the shabbat but we had really bad news about new york oh this yes state. we did we did we did we did for the city this week we were so excited and when i tell you so excited i mean we were through the friggin' roof to go to BravoCon this year. We really were planning on going. It was a plan. It was in the cards. It was signed, sealed, delivered. It was going to be one of those moments where you're going to be like, wow, they did that. But sadly, <laughs> we can't because it's canceled. And so we won't be getting to meet anyone or do anything that we had planned. No. 
But, you know, when when one supreme falls, the next supreme rises. And that's what are that's you talking about. You'll, you'll hear. OK, I'm OK, somewhere. OK. Don't just let me. Just I'm loving all thing. of this, by the way. Everything you've been saying in the last like minute. Well done. Thank you. Anyway, continue. So like I said, when one supreme falls, the next supreme rises. And that's why it's time to <laughs> reveal our special announcement that we've been teasing. Oh, <laughs> am weeks. I the new supreme? Yeah. Rising. Oh my God. That's really nice of you. So Matthew, do you want to tell the listeners what's sure. going to be happening? I mean, when y'all first met me over the mic, I was moving back to LA from New York for, uh, uh, an undetermined amount of time. I didn't know if I was going to go back or when I was going to go back, but I've decided to go back and I'm going to be leaving in a few weeks. And by uh, September, I'll be back in the city. Oh, my goodness. I know. So, you know, and it's going to be wild because if you think about it, you and I have only ever done these in person or at least in the same state, like over Zoom. Yeah. Me at my house and you at yours. So we're going to have to get used to like doing it virtually. Yeah. What are the t- I'm going to have to buy all this expensive equipment that I can't afford. Okay, the time gonna zones are going to be tough. I need to figure that out. Oh, it's only three hours. You can live. Like what time? Well, I'm just going to send it to you to edit then. Oh, I'll do. I, I'll I'll do it. I know you will. <laughs> I work. I work. I've worked very hard for a long time. Yeah. No. Delegate. Okay. Well, yeah. So I'm. But very, yeah. So congratulations. I'm, very, Me, I'm like totally like numb to it. I know because you. Well, you've known for a minute. Um, known for yeah. A while. I'm very very excited. I think it's going to be great. I've missed New York very much. I've missed my apartment. Uh, I'm excited to see my friends. Uh, I'm excited to get back to, I don't know, get back to life. We're very excited for you. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm going to miss you very much. I will miss you too, but it will be fine. Well, I mean, now you have to come visit all the time. I know you've been like once. Uh, no, I've been to New York a couple times. Well, great. Twice, so now you're going to have to come like a couple times I've, a year. I've only been twice. Once as an adult and once as like a, a child. No, I have three times actually. I've been done it before. <laughs> you're an idiot. Anyway, you're going to have to come a couple times a year now. Well, bravo, Clon. And I'll be back because, you know, my, I've got family out here. Well, yeah, well, things might be in the cards. Well, okay, we'll cool. See, we'll see where the cards fall. Awesome. Let the chips, like as Kathy Hilton would say, let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> as oh, if she was the first person okay. to ever say it. All right. So getting back to New York. Uh, not the the show, not Matthew moving. Let me just say this. If I didn't know better, if I was turning on Real Housewives of New York for the first time, okay. and I didn't know nothing about Ramona Singer, yeah. and I watched her little bit being a real estate agent, okay. for the most part, I would think she was professional and endearing. I can't believe I'm saying that. Again, if I knew nothing about her. She was slapping him. Pushed him up against the wall and was like, you listen to me. It's my time to talk. Yeah, and may- you're like, that's professional and endearing. Okay, yeah, maybe I can't. What were you separate, talking about? I can't separate her from herself because I'm just, maybe I am taking on the thing of like, well, it's Ramona. And for Ramona, it was pretty great. No, she literally like almost choke hold <laughs> this guy against the wall like She-Hulk. And I was like, okay, calm down, oh, Ramona. Oh my God. Okay, never mind. Well, anyway. But I think I, I don't know. I, she she's complete. She's got the twisties. Maybe she doesn't be- know this feeling from the floor. <laughs> she's like, that's north. But once I get into the bedroom, I don't know what's up from oh now. Oh my god, that's great. That's so good. I'm dead. That's hilarious. We love you, Simone Biles. We truly do. We do. Uh, cluster analysis. Do we the, think this is a real thing when well, we're dealing with Ebony and 
searching for her Linda father. Doyle, this genetic investigator. Wait, what's her name? Linda Doyle. Oh, I thought you said Glennon Doyle. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so she's also the t- author of Untamed. Untamed. No, she's not. Okay, great. But Glennon Doyle. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Linda Doyle. Yes. Was the genetic investigator. I think this is going to work. I Okay, we watched the Golden State Killer show, Alone in the oh, Dark, or yes. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah. And basically how they found that killer eventually was because of like one of these DNA tests. 23andMe. 20, yeah. I believe it was. So 100%, I think this is like a way for people to find their parents. No, and I yeah. think we're going to, and it's down to three men. Again. I'm hoping, you know, we go to Greece in the next episode. <laughs> We've got, you know, Luann is very eerily similar to Christine Baranski. 100%. Oh, no, we have the cast. Yeah. Oh, That's absolutely. For Mamma Mia 4, Ebony's Well, it's Mamma Mia 3. No, because there have been three, haven't there? There's no. only... I'm so sorry. There have only been two. What it, am I thinking? Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Here th- we go again. Mamma Mia 3. Here we go again, again. Ebony's Mama, search. Mamma Mia 3. The musical, the musical. <laughs> the show, the series. Oh, my God. It's perfect. We've got it here. I love it. Heard here first. But, okay... The ball, the genetic investigator, I think, is someone that is a good hire. Sadly, this matchmaker, I don't, I don't think, is a good hire. This man, this man, that she set Sony up with. Yeah. And this is coming from someone who worked for the Millionaire Matchmaker. True. And I'm just saying, the options are sometimes not great. No, they're not. But I don't think this is Sonia's type of guy. No, I think they they could be friends for sure. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, but I also think that you never find the perfect one or like a really good one. Your first time when you're doing a dating service or am I wrong? Like sometimes you get lucky and matchmakers are real, you know, they're, and also, I don't know. And also sometimes it takes a few. No. And sometimes they'll, sometimes a matchmaker will set you up on dates. They know aren't going to lead to anything, but they're kind of like test dates to kind of get you more comfortable, like on a date Mm -hmm. to get you more comfortable back in the scene, to get Mm -hmm. you figuring out kind of what your vibe is, how you deal with different personality types before setting you out on those big fish catches. Right. Well, now that this date has occurred, Sonia can just report back and be like, Hey, uh, this was great. This wasn't. And then we'll find, let's go back. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. So don't fire the matchmaker. No, I th- I say give it another shot or two. No, she's she knows what she's doing. <gasps> oh, the revelation that we both came to this week because we watched Funny Girl. Okay, I've never seen Funny Girl. I had no idea what Funny Girl was. Turned it on. I was like, Sonia Morgan did a movie? I lost my fucking shit because that is so spot on. Everyone, first of all, if you haven't seen Funny Girl, who are you? What are you? What's wrong with you? Go watch it. It's Barbara Streisand at her fucking best. Sorry, I s- Keep cursing. Yeah, that's too. Anyway, like must watch it immediately. If you haven't, if you have, must watch it again, and just you will see within just five seconds. It's Sonia, Sonia Morgan. Morgan. Like this is what Sonia's first life was like. Like this is how she lived, and then we met her on New York. <laughs> Not only did we realize Fanny Bryce is Sonia Morgan, but also the lead actor. Man, when you watch it, I'm just telling you now, his eyes are red. I 100 percent think he is a vampire. Yes. And I swear he was the same age in the movie recently. Yes. I don't know who he is. I don't know what he's, where he's from. Probably Transylvania. Something very handsome about him though. You know, that's how they get you. <laughs> they lure you in with their Vampires, you mean? Yes. 
And then next thing you know, you're waking up with a, a sore neck. Yeah, I agree. You're like, hmm. I got to say, though, this episode was a little weird. Yeah, it was like the 70, the 70 minute bus ride to New York that ended in a really ridiculous snowball fight that Luann started. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. The 70 minute bus ride to Newark. I asked when, when Ramona was saying, oh, we could have just gone to the Hamptons. And I asked you how long it takes to, to the Hamptons. You said an hour and a half. With so no I, with no traffic, let me be very clear. And most of the time there's traffic, so it's usually like two hours. Still. You could tell you're on a tell, Friday, three. It's, you're telling me that I could drive to the Hamptons every day when I drive to work, which blows my mind, which is why Los Angeles is crazy. Yeah. I drive to the Hamptons every day for work. Yes. The amount of time that you, it takes for you to get to your job currently right now is the amount of time that it would well add thirty minutes onto your commute and then you'll be in the Hamptons. Honestly. Uh, a better place than work. <laughs> uh. So it was a weird episode. It was a, just a big ad, I think, for Jubilong. For Archie's company, Jubilong, which is basically you belong, but with Jew. Oh, right, right. And it's to include everyone in the Jewish community and be more inclusive. And I think it's great. I, I mean, I would love to go to a Shabbat. Yeah, Archie, she seemed cool. She seemed fun. I... Did notice something that was a little bit of alert, alert, red flag for me. Okay. If you watch it again, just notice all of the decorations in our house are dogs. Oh, interesting. I did not catch that when I watched the episode. Dog pictures, dog paintings, dog sculptures. So she's a little kooky. So she loves animals. Okay. Interesting. But I just wanted to point that out. Why did I write down, I have girlfriends who like to recycle. Oh, yes, Sonia talking about... So Sonia was talking about yeah. Ramona and Luann. I loved this moment. And she was talking about, I think, her date that she went on. Yeah, and she was like, I don't bring I them wanna... around because I just... I, I have girlfriends that like to recycle that like to take the men that I date. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was so good. I was like, wait, why did I write that down? I also love that Sonia described herself as an introvert. And, and, and then Luann's like, if you're an introvert, then I'm a donkey. <laughs> an extroverted, in- extra- extroverted introvert. Which is what I feel like I am too, where it's like, you know me, I'm a homebody. I'm like, mm, I don't want to do anything. But when I'm on, I'm on. I would agree with that. But with Sonia, it's like, I'm sorry. She's on, I think, all the time. Well, that's also after a couple drinks. That's when Sonia is on. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So let's, I think she's an introverted extrovert as well. An extroverted introvert. Well, I don't know what it is. But sh- the, 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 the Shabbat was just so crazy it was cringe there were some really nice moments like actually that leah singing the blessing was nice and it was great to see sonya get choked up but ramona just interjecting every five seconds whether it was archie or ebony trying to say something about something it was supposed to be a nice event and you have luann sitting there nice and quiet sonya sitting there nodding like just like taking it in leah was a little bit annoying on the on the facetime yeah but but like you know it was it she had to go in virtually like it was but tough. Jesus, like Ramona just cannot fucking help herself. No matter what the occasion, the topic, the circumstance, if it's not about her, if it's not involving her, she just has to get up and walk away or just well, interrupt was, every five seconds. What was this whole the Jews hated me in college? They boycotted I, me. Oh, like, come what? on. I have no idea. Well, I mean, and, like Archie showed such like compassion and such grace to be like, oh, no, please tell me about that. Even she though was like being very kind, well, it's fucking bullshit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ramona was on one. It I was love very It was like um, she was engaged to a Jewish man. Yeah. And then Ramona was like, yeah, I cry at night. I wish I was Jewish. It's and like, to wait, where everyone else at the table starts laughing at her because she sounds 
insane. It was just ridiculous. And I felt so bad for Ebony. She was so embarrassed. She had to like leave the room and take it. Well, no. And take Leah with her. Leah literally goes, Ebony, can you take me to the other room so we could talk alone? Because she couldn't. She wasn't there. So she couldn't be like, let's go. Can we go talk really quick? But that's like, like, that's one of those housewife things. And I'm like, I love this shit. This is so cool. It was hilarious. It was like, it was almost like a sketch comedy of like housewives in the future. Like take my visual pod to the other room. I need to talk to you alone. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. It was a weird episode to be continued to, as a, every single episode always, this week, I feel like. Always, always, always. And then we had Beverly Hills. Which I enjoyed because it got kind of dirty this week, I want to say. It got messy. And there was news outside of the show this week about the episode that was just as juicy. Yes. I have to say, I did love when Sutton said, um, it's a little much. The whole thing was a little much, to say the least. I mean, it starts where it ended last week, where Garcelle had revealed that Tom calls Erica, and Erica kind of goes off because she's so upset that Garcelle mentioned this in front of everyone, honestly, in front of the cameras. Uh Uh-huh. And now, Rena posted online something about Erica getting in a fight with the producers, which they didn't air. Right. And it, from what it seems, and this is where I was kind of lost, and I guess this is what happened, was when they were all on that walk, Erica told Crystal off camera, not thinking she saw a hot mic, that Tom still calls her. Uh-huh. Garcelle also heard this. Right. Erica's told Crystal, don't talk about this, mm-hmm. because she didn't want it getting out, not knowing the producers had hot mic'd her. Right. So then when the producers pushed Garcelle to ask about it at the group setting, it t- it's what ticked Erica off mm-hmm. and made her blow up at Garcelle mm-hmm. and then evidently blow up at the producers. Right. And I think she was more so upset at the producers because Garcelle is apologizing tenfold. Right. She's like, I didn't want to hurt you at right. all. I didn't know you didn't want me to bring this up. I feel terrible. This is And not- it's funny if you watch the episode with that in mind that, you know, there was a confrontation that we didn't see. Yeah. You watch the episode from where it left at the very top where it left off from last week. And it looks like Erica gets upset with Garcelle and then leaves. And then when she comes back, everyone just seems very rattled. Some people are crying. A little people are a little sweaty. It seems like they've been through an ordeal. And it's very clear that like the fight occurred mm-hmm. between Erica and the producers. And Garcelle got the brunt of a lot of that oh. anger and that angst and that fury and whatever. And I just felt so bad for Garcelle because I don't, you know, I, I was torn because, you know, Garcelle does like to pry and Garcelle does like to be a little invasive sometimes with her questions. And like, they read her for filth a little bit with like the, um, you know, the montage of all the times that she yes. asks all these pressing questions. But I really don't think Garcelle wanted to be, confrontational or you know i didn't and i don't think she thought it would cause to stir because she thought it was you know public or at least within the group of ladies because she does share so much and garcelle kept saying that like you share so much you you, uh share so much so i don't know it just it was it was tough it was it was a really and then erica bounced she was like out she was out i gotta go well thankfully kathy gets the garcelle to stay so everything's fine with Not that. Not only does she do that, but she also uh, orders Ruth Chris for everyone. Which Fucking was, love her because it's the best steak you'll ever have in your life. Delicious. Ruth Chris Steakhouse, everyone. Go for it. I've never been to Ruth Chris. It's the best. My mother and I are obsessed with it. 
We get you- lemon drop martinis and steak. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Ridiculous. I was very interested in everyone's outfit choices for this like evening dinner. Yeah. Dorit was in this like see-through mesh jumpsuit. Yeah. And Sutton was like a wannabe Heather in this like weird yeah. plaid thing. Very weird. Well, it's at this dinner also that we start talking about the Tom articles. They've all read them. They're all kind of discussing what's going down. They actually had, none of them actually read the article. No. The only one that had read it I was I love they Sutton. all kept being like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. Sit down and read the whole fucking thing. I love the sentence. Like, yeah, I read it from cover to cover. She's like, they said it, the, the Ponzi scheme in there. And she reads like parts of it too, I think at the, that dinner. But Kathy Hilton was full on. I don't know her about Erica. She's like, I don't know that woman. I, I'm, she was full Kiki Palmer. I'm so sorry to that man. I don't know who he is. But for real, I mean, she went full Mariah Carey on J-Lo and was like, <laughs> I am not dealing with this. I do not know an Erica Jane. I am brand new to this show. My alliances are with Crystal. Yeah. And my sister. Yeah. I already got one sister I got to deal with. I don't need to deal with Erica Jane. It's just too. also fun watching all of the women find out everything that we as the audience already know. Even the most you know hopeful among us are coming to the terms of with the fact that maybe she was culpable or maybe there's more that we don't know and that it's getting really like sticky and scary. It's fun to watch the women get to that place now too. They're catching up with us. They are getting ready for what is about to unfold, which I'm pretty sure stuff will happen before they film the reunion. Oh yeah. I mean, more is coming. I mean, more is coming. I'm also kind of confused why Erica was lying to Garcelle. When she was so quick to tell all the ladies at that dinner that there was Tom was cheating, but like for Garcelle, she's like, "Oh, there was no third. Is and I <sighs> there was still cameras on there, and I'm like, well, maybe she just didn't want to like say it in front of the cameras. But I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I was really bummed out this episode because I'm like, wow, I feel less and less confident in Erica as each week goes on. Even and I, but even though I love her a ton, I felt really bad for Garcelle. The LA Times article was spicy. Sutton being just full like, I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that because I'm kind of like, I'm going to wait a little bit and see what happens because there's not enough evidence either way to, you know, put her innocent or guilty and she's innocent until proven guilty. So I'm going to like, if I'm really her friend, I'm going to try to support her and take her at her word until someone can prove otherwise. I've said this before. I'll say it again. This is their OJ (laughs) (laughs) who will stand by. Oh my God. Who will step away. But son's like, I'm out. And everyone's like, really harsh. I mean, well, we'll see who else joins her. Cause I feel like there are some women who might agree with her that aren't speaking up just yet. I think it's going to really cause a divide between the ladies. Oh, I 100% agree. Well, that kind of was coming up a little bit this episode because Garcelle was was intimating that she and Crystal and Sutton, right, were the three odd women out. And then because you had like Lisa, Kyle, and Dorit going after Erica. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's getting juicy, y'all. Everything's getting juicy. It's great, though. Again, I love the four-episode week. It's, like, nice and easy. I get to sit and enjoy and really take it all in. Maybe I'll, I'll find a new appreciation for it this week. Yeah. You know? Get into it. Because before you know it, Salt Lake's going to drop, and then Vanderpump's going to drop, and these shows will still We're be We're supposed to be getting trailers on. for those soon, I feel like. 
Yeah. I don't know when. With BravoCon now done. Like, I don't know what's, I don't know yeah. what's up or down or west they'll or probably, east. They'll probably give us something really nice in October. Oh, I'm so sorry. One more thing that I forgot to mention about New York. I died when Leah was like, I'm sure everyone hated you in college. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking to you about Ramona. Ramona. So many good quotes this week. I'm sure everyone hated me in college as well. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was very annoyed and thought I was like hot shit. Both things are still true. Okay. Anyway, wherever you're listening to your podcast, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's Hot and Bravoed, H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And who knows, maybe sometime in the near future, maybe the end of this year, maybe the beginning of next year, one of us will come back on social media. Maybe both of us, maybe neither of us. Maybe we'll start dishing out our own IGs. No? I don't know. How you doing, Ed? Just staring at me, waiting for me to stop. Uh, I'm so offended. <laughs> I'm kidding. Bye. Bye.